Welcome to the Crypto Gaming Institute podcast. I'm your host, Ben Gothard, founder of the Crypto Gaming Institute, and I'm here to welcome you to the show, to the revolution, and to the metaverse. So without any further ado, please enjoy this episode. Roman, thank you so, 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 so much for coming on the show today. I know you're doing some really interesting things in the crypto gaming space, as well as the AI space and the NFT space. And I know that this is going to be an exciting one for the people. So uh, for those who aren't familiar with your story, I would love to hear how you got to where you are. Um, and then, you know, I want to talk a little bit about your projects and then talk about the metaverse as a whole, uh, but to kick us off, I'd love to hear what is your story. Okay. So thanks Ben for having me. It's a great pleasure to be a part of this podcast and, um, um, a great opportunity for us as a fresh, you know, engine starts a company to tell about our story, how we get here. And, uh, well, it actually started a couple of years ago, uh, when we joined, uh, you know, the, um, it's sort of an accelerator program for startups. And we were, uh, we started as an AI company and we were developing uh, an app for the impaired people, like uh, uh, the people deaf, people who can't speak uh, uh, vocal languages. That's a problem. Like we have loads of uh, kind of translators everywhere, like Google Translate and so on. So there's no problem to communicate. But when it comes to deaf people, you don't have that. And uh, we wanted to solve that problem. It turned out very uh, a huge problem that that's not that easy to solve. We made an application, and uh, but it, it's still the development goes on. Like uh, even Google doesn't have the answer for that. So this is a big, big, huge problem. We are still trying to solve. You know, and and I is quite like it's very time consuming. Both and you need a lot of people and a lot of bright minds. So we moved on to, uh, later on, we moved on to, to NFT space. So because a blockchain is what inspires me. And uh, it is because that gives freedom to the people. as a people's currency, decentralized banks and uh, uh, finances. And first of all, gaming, because I'm a gamer inside. Like uh, I'm, uh, I've been to pretty much to game development since I was a kid. So I'm um, starting, I was developing a paper versions of tabletop games and, and so on and so on. Back then, and I'm 47 now, back then when I was a kid, there were no uh, computers and or, you know, the phones you know, were not so, <laughs> you, hadn't, you, haven't, you, just, you just had none. So oh, we usually played in tabletop games and stuff for, with, where you have the dice and you have a game master and all of that. So that's, that's where the story began. And... Uh, when I realized that uh, using NFTs and blockchain, we can create the same games, but what the property, when, when the, the player is really uh, the owner of the assets. And that's, and that's the move towards, you know, uh, the towards uh, giving it to the people. And uh, that's what I like about it. So that's, what, that's why, why we started. Yeah, so maybe that answers your questions, just to be brief, you know, and then you can ask me more detailed questions if you're interested. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, I feel like a lot of people that have been gamers their whole lives, when we come across NFTs and crypto gaming, even if it's by accident at first, yeah. we're the ones that get it because we've been gaming for so long. Like we know the, po the power of gaming, the power of community, 
and to be able to, to see the implications of ownership of your digital assets within the game. We've been grinding out for years. Yes. So, so now we see the reward, we can get rewarded for grinding out. It's like, oh, you know, so it's so interesting to me. It feels like really the world is going to start revolving around gamers yes, very soon. Absolutely. Yes, it will. And, and that's why, because the younger uh, generation like me and you and, and people younger than me and you, that what they get, uh, they get that they don't like TV much, you know, and TV shows and all that stuff because it's too centralized and too government controlled and all of that. And government, let's be fair, they're not doing the best job ever, right, right, right now. And people don't trust them much. And we don't have that, uh, the ratings they, they tell more than, I don't have to tell you the story. Everyone knows it for himself. So the goal is to make something which, uh, which people can really control. And uh, they're big companies, you know, they're like big gaming companies. They, they actually own your account. So when you play the game, if, for example, I'm playing World of Warcraft, seeing it was created back in back in uh, 2004, and then okay, but I'm still I'm not I have more than 400 mounts and stuff. I don't own them. Even if I bought some, I bought some. Yeah, so I still don't own them, and I can sell them. And if I sell, that's a felony. Okay, they can ban you for that. That's something incredible. So you feel yourself like I've been slaving for 70 years, okay? 17 damn years. See, and I don't like that. That's not an attitude. Like, and when okay, some maybe some young gamers are just joining the games and say, oh, this is wonderful. World of Warcraft is so big, it's so amazing. All right, it is, but you're still a slave. That's right. And, and we, of course, can change that a lot, like because we're a small company, okay? We're a small company. We can't create World of Warcraft for you, but we can create a small, real, decentralized economy which will inspire other companies, bigger ones, to, to follow in our steps, like to, to see, okay, this is what's... Like, why do we have microtransactions if we can have NFT, for example? Just this thought would be enough. Just this. And I see you... I think Ubisoft doing that the months ago they tweeted we're gonna leave we're gonna be leaders and that that's pretty make sure because they are leaders in microtransaction and, and all of the things so they embracing it already so we, we can see pretty i would say in two years from now we're gonna see something big with nft like in two years gonna be something assassin creed with nfts and that that's gonna be huge and uh, but uh, until that happens we still can set, you know, the the floor for how it has to be. Because if if the big companies set the floor, uh, okay, let's be fair. That there's a huge, huge uh, space for manipulations for them. They they're big, they're huge, they have the trust already. That will be easy for them. That's why we have to build the communities to to really educate them on what NFTs are. Why do you, in, as a gamer, why you should be interested? And for example, why banning NFT games from Steam is bad. For for the for the gaming as well and and uh, uh, for example why why you should why you should support Discord introducing cryptocurrency in Discord and why it is good and then why it's not bad and why NFTs are not a Ponzi schemes but a property you're not calling them real estate a Ponzi scheme but the real thing is if you play in the game for seventy years seventeen years like I am playing a World of Warcraft and you own nothing that's a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> right. That's, that's the biggest, that's the biggest crime really. Yes. So 
from your history of building an AI company, then moving into more of like the NFT gaming and crypto space. First of all, I think there's going to be a huge intersection of when AI meets and like really like, like AI, NFTs, crypto, and gaming, like this, the central, that's like a, that's like a, you know, a, a, a target like that. And right in the center, that's going to be the most powerful, I think. Yeah, um, I don't think so. So how did you make that transition though? Did you bring, are you trying to bring AI into NFTs and crypto gaming or like, how did you make that migration and, and shift over and maybe tell us a little bit about what you're focusing on specifically now? Okay, so when we founded the company, that was the goal was to focus on the the like the forward technologies, and the only well, only two of those. Uh, it was because I've started um, like working with AI back when it was AI winter, and it wasn't popular at all. Like it was like, hey, what is AI? This is just mathematical statistics and and uh, nerd stuff you don't want to like mess with. But then uh, the, uh, the people like Jeffrey Hinton and uh, and uh, Andrew Yan and those you know ambassadors, huge ambassadors of AI and computer vision. They they did a huge job there. And Yan uh, uh, Kuhn from the Toronto Young University, they're fantastic people. And uh, I, I've been studying their courses for years prior to when that all became popular. So for us, it was like a oh, this is happening. This is a moment. And the same goes for the for the blockchain. We adopters of the blockchain technology back when the. The, the Bitcoin was like one and only, and we were always following that and watching that. And as soon as it touched the gaming, I said, okay, I'm not in the finance and stuff. Like but when it, when it comes to gaming, I, that's my play here. And, and then we said, okay, we're going to do that as well. Especially now when people are sitting in lockdowns and, and have nothing to do, they can play games and they can earn. And that would make, mean a lot, especially for those communities where people don't have a lot of you know, access to their finances and stuff, but they have computers. And uh, you don't necessarily have to uh, you know, mine cryptocurrency to make uh, money in that, in, a, in that space. If you're a gamer, like UK, we know that the scalpers are buying those GPUs, selling them for huge money. I mean, you have to pay insane prices. And let's say you're living in, in Philippines, okay? And you don't have uh, another $2,000 just to, to buy a new GPU. But you have an old GPU and we're creating the, the game which can be run, uh, like, like say, by the computers which are seven years old already. So now you don't need a supercomputer for that. And, and, and it will give you opportunity to earn already in crypto. So then you believe in crypto. Then you be, become a crypto ambassador yourself because you tell your friends, hey, listen, John, I'm already making like 200 bucks a day. And you're making how much a month? Same amount. So you better move on here. Just take your old computer and join me in Ethereum Gladiators, make some money. So that's the goal. That's, that's, what, we, that's what we want to do. That's why we build this. And AI, what's an AI part here? So the, the thing is, we are building a PvP game first because it's faster and you don't need a lot of time. And it will give people already the uh, ability to test it, to play and to have a conversation with us as developers. We're always open. Like you can join our Discord. You will see I'm always, almost always online. My co-founder, uh, Alexis, is a bright, very bright guy in the marketing. He's a fantastic guy. So we're always talking to people. We are always asking what they want. We're making voting, okay? We have votes on everything, basically. 
like what was we can really uh, change right now are still because the smart contracts are still developed, the energy board. So we have changed with votes, we have the voting and people, the community decide, not we developers. We, we, we like, we, we move on from uh, autocracy of, of game industry to real democracy and when people listen and every, every gladiator or every owner of Gladiator NFT will have the voting system. You don't have to be a governor. You don't have to be a VC, all right? You have to be just a gamer and your vote matters, your opinion matters. And you will have, we have this installed into smart contracts. So you will have the votes. And when the votes opening, no one can vote, fake the votes. It's just impossible. You just click, you know, we got the votes. And then they, we make the decisions and the community decides because the players know what they want. They know, it's not the developer who knows. Developer should just take care of those people who play their games. I have to listen to them. And if they want a feature, I just, you better make that feature happen. You just, you just ask them, do they want that feature? Then you tell them, okay, guys, it's not that easy. Uh, we, 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 maybe we might crowdfund for that feature. We don't have the money. We need money. And people will help say, okay, there will be a decision like you have with, uh, with the board of investors, but you can have those decisions with community instead. You don't have to bring the big money and then they will tell you how to develop your business, not the community. And then you, let's say, you, and okay, I'm not going to use the bad word here, but you, you lose the game. Go for it. Go <laughs> yeah. for so, it. Okay, Let so you're going to fuck up, you're going to fuck up your startup mm. and you will move from startup to fuck up because you, you lost what your community wants. You never listened and you deserve what you get. That's my point. And that's why we, we, we make it community oriented. We, we running giveaways all the time. We make, uh, we vote on how the, those soul stones, the NFT have soul stones, so gladiator soul stones. So the name of those stones are decided by community. We will just create a story for it to all match like uh, one setting. So it's not like, uh, you know, the pieces and uh, some ugly puzzle there. It's just a story and uh, it, uh, it just fits in one is a beautiful story. Then and, and then players can build on and that and add uh, the piece by piece. They add the, the story and AI comes into place when that because after releasing the PvP, we're going to move on to PvE game with challenges and dungeons uh, and so on. And uh, the, the, the AI parts will be played against you. You will be playing against an AI and like an evil AI you have to beat with your gladiators and stuff. The, oh. the, yes, so there are two parts in this game. There are, uh, it's a very interesting story, like an ancient world where you have an other lords, an ancient beings, very, very powerful, very angry, and uh, you are the gladiator. They created those soul stones and they put the souls of the brightest, the, the, the mightiest warriors and other souls, and they locked them and they hold it in the temple. And that's how they solve their, you know, the disputes. They ruined their own world, so they, they had no, no other living being there, so they decided, okay, we, they wanted to live forever and they invented this system and they uh, when they use those gladiators and they get power from it. So you as a gladiator can set yourself free and you can challenge those other lords in order to free yourself and become a living being again. And until then you're immortal. So even if you lose a fight, you don't die because your soul gets back into soul zone. And that's how their game is, uh, the setting is on. Like you're a thorough gladiator fighting for glory, fighting for money and for freedom because you're fighting against the the lords something evil something big but what can be uh, over like you, you as a gladiator as a community you can overcome that and that that's a setting and it's very inspiring yeah that's awesome 
I love how the, the AI is going to work with making the enemies that you're fighting stronger. So is it like as they defeat gladiators, they get stronger and they're yes. learning so they get more powerful over time? So Absolutely. it's just going to be this ongoing battle where they're getting more powerful, but we're also getting more powerful. And so we have to outsmart and outmaneuver this AI. That's Absolutely. awesome. That's yeah, so because, cool. Because that's exactly what we, what we uh, have now. The, the, the AI can learn. Uh, it learns from the data. And uh, the more data on the, on the battle it gets. So the thing is, we, we, we can train our AI already on the ongoing battles when the battles are going on on in pvp the ai will learn from them and then when we introduce it it's going to be pretty powerful already because it watched and learned from all of that it's going to kick all of our asses it's, yes, it's going to be might, so it might be but uh the good thing is you have a team of five gladiators like mm -hmm. an Everlord is only one guy, and you have to so you can you have to overcome the lesser beings, his servants, mm -hmm. and those are going to be pretty competitive. But uh, uh, the, the the more usual style of uh, AI, like a gaming AI, but then you face the real the real guy, the, the guy who watched the, the fights, and then it's going to be the real challenge. And that's when you get the real rewards. It's going to be hard. It's not going to be easy. Wait, what if he, what if yeah. he gets too powerful? Like, what if they learn how to like? Every time we go to punch, they count. Yes. Okay, so the, uh, there is a possibility to that, so that the AI becomes too powerful. So uh, that's why we're going to use uh, the, the community will have the vote. You know, the AI can't vote. So that will prove that community can solve it. If you can't fight it on your own, you get back to your community and say, okay, guys, we need something bigger than that. Maybe we need a battle weapon. Maybe we need ranged weapons. Or maybe we need a combination um... of this and that. And we come with new mechanics, and he doesn't know new mechanics yet. Okay, we introduce new mechanics. He has to learn them from them first, and and he can't learn instantly. He needs a lot of repetitions to do that. So every time we change a strategy, every new approach, the same as we do it in in, in any any other competitive sport, we have to change the approaches in order to win because uh, our competitors they learn from and they watch our fights and they know what uh, they're dealing with. Especially if you play in poker, if you played poker or I don't know if you went to boxing uh, when you fight your opponent, you watch all these his fights because I'm, I've been to boxing and I know I'm not champion or whatever or anything like that. But uh, when I was fighting people, I was watching their, their fights before going uh, into that fight and okay, he's a, a left-handed guy and he strikes from the from the uh, like from the sides more than the, from the front and that's what you do. And the same goes for AI. It does the same. But when you introduce you get like new approach, ah, he can beat you. That's obvious. He will he will use the same techniques he used, and he will learn, of course. Yes, but it will take time for him. And the good thing about AI, they're very smart, but they need a hundred or maybe thousand more uh, information inputs than we, like human beings. We're not that fast, but. Uh, we need less input, way, way more or less. Like we, yeah, well, we for right it. now, it is for right now, yes. But uh, we, we're gonna we're gonna build uh, on the technology we have right now. It's like we don't have the quantum computers here, <laughs> so we we just have a couple of GPUs. Like, okay, okay, we have some uh, some some like uh, 
uh, 40, 60, 30, 70. But nothing not extraordinary here. No. So you, uh, to, to, seriously, guys, to build a competitive AI, you don't need, uh, an, 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 like, I don't know, the, the quantum computer. You just need uh, two, three GPUs, uh, which people usually uh, use for mining. And then that, 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 that's pretty enough. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, you know, I want to be uh, very respectful of your time. So I want to start to, uh, to wind down here. Um, but I, you know, I do want to get kind of a sense of what you see as being the future of the metaverse. I mean, clearly, I think you're absolutely setting yourself apart from so many other games by bringing this AI component into it. And I think that's brilliant. Um, do you see the convergence of AI, crypto, NFTs, like, like, do you just see all of it coming together? And if so, like, what's that going to look like end game? Okay, so uh, the, the first thing we did when we started this project back uh, in, 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 in the summer, it was my co-founder, and uh, what I told him is like, what are we going to do first? We're going to join Engine Metaverse. That's what we're doing. That's our goal. And, and why? Because Engine is what's going to replace like Steam. It's going to be new Steam. The new Steam is Engine. Because that's, uh, they, that's what they do. They build an ecosystem, a fantastic one. And I'm going to be like uh, advertising a bit of <laughs> engine here, but that's, but that's what we decided to go for. Uh, it's, it's still in early days. That's true. Uh, and, uh, uh, but it's very promising. It's very promising because the Metaverse engine is building. They already have a bunch of games, very good games. And those games are already exchanging the assets. So you can, you can use that asset from one game to play in another game. That makes your assets way more valuable. And, and even if some project for some reason, it's life, everything may happen. So some company goes, like, pop, off, off it goes. It's nothing. So in case of World of Warcraft, you're going to be ruined. You're going to be ruined because all your time you spend 17 years, in like my case, oh, it's gone. Forever. Unless they well, bridge it back. Oh yes, of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But in case of in case of uh, metaverse, no, it's not gone. You can use it in other games. It's still useful. Maybe yeah, it loses some utility here. Yeah, you lose some, but not all of it. And you sell so this is the, the good the good start if you played some game you dedicated and you played lots of time, you invested lots of time there. And, and then unfortunately the project is closed or, or it's uh, changing very drastically into something different you don't like, uh, which won't happen without without again because we have watching system. <laughs> but if it happens, the metaverse is there for you because you can switch games basically go to something similar. And we, we, for example, we have already a couple of projects in mind in engine ecosystem, which we're gonna uh, build on. I'm not gonna disclose that because it's uh, too early and uh, the discussion is still uh, like on. And, but, but that's what's happening. You're gonna, for, with our NFTs, you will be able to play other engine games because we are building also cross-chain game. Like that's why we also did. We're building it on Binance, and we're also building it on Engine. And when you like you uh, when you pre-order an NFT, you get two on both networks for one price. Like uh, we're not limiting people. We don't want to limit anyone. So yeah, you you don't choose what you want. What you what you like more? You like Binance? You Binance in? Hi, go off you go. Use that Binance if you were an Engine fan. Use an engine one, and if you, for example, um, you just keep you can keep one and uh, give another one to your friend. 
that's a that's what how we designed it. So so like here, if you are a supporter or a supporter of the game, then you get two assets. And like you go and earn. We know we don't mind this. What's it's play to earn, fight to earn. That's that's the philosophy of this. And with Metaverse, that's all about it. It's building an ecosystem, a live one. Like, um, as I said, the engine is building something similar to Steam, which, uh, but everything is interconnected. And that's what the Metaverse is about. Plus, they're introducing it the, with new, uh, this is going to be like a parachain, like the Polkadot users. Okay, so they're switching to that. It's going to be called uh, Affinity. Maybe you heard of it, maybe. So um, Affinity is a brilliant stuff because the cost of all the network, like almost zero. Right now on JumpNet, JumpNet, you can move your assets for free. Like on, on the Ethereum network, it costs you 50 bucks to move an NFT. And, and if it's ERC721, then you're paying a huge amount of money just for moving your assets. If you just want to make a gift, I want to make a gift, I have to pay the fee. And then I have to pay to the guy who created the NFT. Oh my, I mean, you're just ripping me off that. I don't like that. And and if you, for example, you're from country, like, as I said, you from, uh, I don't know, from some, um, in, in some way in Eastern Europe or in, in Philippines or, and then, and then you have to pay all these huge prices and you can just, you can't afford it. Like, no. And you, what, you stock, you have an NFT and you stock, or you have to play. And you have to pay the fee just to take your like you want a lot of money, but you can cash out for God's sake. That's not it. That's bad. So, uh, the, the engine they have this in mind, they really care about players and jump nets right now. You're paying nothing, but uh, okay. The, uh, the Binance uh, smart chain is also good, you pay a lot less, a lot less, 10 times less. So it's good as well, and uh, many people, the community said, we want Binance. And so, okay, we're giving, we're giving you Binance. So we ask our customers what they want. Do they want it to, they want it cross-chain, they get cross-chain. And, and if we can migrate them to another another chain, we'll do that. So we will ask community, we will migrate. That's our goal. We want it to be a community again, not some limited only to this, only to that. No, if we technically can do that, we're gonna ask the community, okay, guys, we can move to other network. Would you be would you be interested in that? And they would say, okay, no, or yes, or no, we have the vote. So that's that's how like uh, the key principle here is community comes first and games to play and earn. So you have to play first. It has to be you have to enjoy it. That's what I'm. That's the goal. You don't have to play just to earn. I'll just be fair here. You don't have to play a shitty game just to earn. That's a bad approach. That's a bad design. And we will never do that. To play it's got to be fun first. And then yes. the cherry then, on top is that you get to Yes, earn. Yes, because we want we want to earn parts to be big. We won't. But if it, unless it's a good game, we don't want you to play it. Like, like don't play, go and play something else. If, if, we, if we, as I said, if we fuck up, just, just, just go and play something else. We, we don't want you to stay with us. Like, if we don't deserve you, we shouldn't deserve you. We shouldn't have you. That's, uh, and the same uh, should go for other games. And for big companies as well, if they can't implement it, like we, we set the floor now, the, the small entrepreneurs, but the believers, because we believe in the blockchain, in the AI back then, when it wasn't popular, it was like, eh, it's a nonsense, it's a, it's a Ponzi scheme. And okay, you say that, and we will be developing the game while you say that. And, um, and that's our mindsets. Like we don't listen to what uh, 
big big uh, money sign them and then they are very interested like we like we have every day we check the emails and it's another vcs asking if we want to do a close pre-sale i'm saying no and i'm saying it's now on the record we're not selling it to you guys we're not selling to vcs nothing like it all goes to community okay and then we will ask the community if we want more funding if we need it we will then create an asset for the for the VC. Then if not, if community doesn't want that, then it's not happening. That's amazing. That's, that's, that's how we're going to do this. And it's going to work because- he, he, That's how he it should have, be. Yeah, that's how it should be. That's what I believe in. And when I believe in something, I do it. Like, and we ask the community, they believe in it as well. So we're building it for them. And I like it. Like, uh, it inspires me. I can work like twice more when I'm inspired. That's it's a brilliant time to live. And of course, we have the problems with uh, non-gaming related stuff and so on. But life goes on and we have to think about it. Like, what are we going to do next? What's going to be next? What if what if uh, inflation goes goes as it goes? What if, no, if it doesn't stop? We can't control that. No, but we can control some cryptocurrency here because it's decentralized. It depends on us, on users. So we can use it and we can control and why not? And in community control of the game, that's a brilliant. We, we're also planning to have later on, speaking of also metaverse, the professions. The professions, they're going to be professions. They will give a huge discount on the services in the game to the holders of those licenses. And then you, as a, like you can be a, an armor smith or a weaponsmith, and the guides will come because you have a huge discount on those services. And they pay you a fee and we will have a renting system like they have an XC. You can rent people's stuff. And it also works for their services because like it will be internally, it will be like he rents you out his weapon, then you improve it and he gets it back. And he pays a fee, but a lesser fee if you would pay to us as developers. So we just really, we're ripping ourselves for the community so they can work there they can have the real job in the metaverse like he's a smith and he he gets his uh like uh he gets in the fees we will yeah we will probably have some small percentage of that fee like five percent and we will give out a 35 get the five for the company and uh, 40 percent goes to community that's the goal with the professions and then it's uh uh other game might want join this like we can offer like look we have these tokens which give the professions. Maybe you want to introduce something like that in your game. And then we can collaborate on that. And your Smith gonna work for our systems and so on and so on. And we're gonna introduce like the virtual professions in that world. And as I say, uh, if it's, uh, you say it's a virtual currency, a virtual world, but uh, you get uh, a real value out of it. Okay, so it's virtual stuff bringing you real value. So is it virtual really then? Well, it's not. Yeah. I don't, to me, I don't care if it's virtual or digital or what. If I can if I can use that somewhere, if I can spend it and get something in return or trade it and get something in return, then it has value. So It's real then. It's real. That's what Yes, and people they don't, what they don't get about crypto, AI, and all this stuff. They say it's something in the cloud, something virtual, something. So is credit. So is credit. Yeah. Like exactly. You swipe a credit card. That's just a plastic representation of very, very, very centralized crypto. Like very centralized. It's the same thing. Oh, it's it's so insanely centralized. 
Right. So no. like, no, I totally hear you. I love that. I love that. Um, I'm curious about though later on, because it seems like, and I, I feel like the more intelligent people I talk to, the more we're all kind of in a consensus, even though we haven't all talked about it, but the more fluidly gamers can move between games, meaning they can earn currency in game A, they can invest that in game B, and they can take those rewards and spend them in game C. They can take their items and bring them to any game. They eventually will be able to have one character or however many characters, but that one character can go play in any game that we want. So, and then like, we'll have currency exchanges. It'll be really easy. I see a world where we're all able to like put on glasses or something and we're like, we're ported into the other, you know, into the metaverse you know, maybe we're like, we're chilling in our chair here, but we got this thing on. So we're like, we're in it full immersion. And then between the different verses that everybody's created, which I believe the metaverse is the collection of all the mini verses that everybody's creating. That's like the greater metaverse. I don't know if I'm correct or not. That's just what I think. But I yeah. see like a world where, you know, you're in, you're in your game and you're fighting this AI guy who's just a total dick and totally kicking your ass. So you're like, all right, I need to go power up. So you hop in a portal, you jump over to a different game, you fight over there and get stronger. And then you, you come back to the, you come back to your game and then you fight the boss because you just found a sword three metaverses down the road that you can now use to fight this new boss. Like that's what I see. Uh, late yeah. you know way way later down the road is like total fluidity and i don't know if like game agnostic is the term but like yeah everything agnostic yeah good term yeah yeah i, I like the vision uh, the picture is brilliant and uh, uh I, I can say it will be easy to accomplish because the balance uh, what, what we have the with the games they have uh the game designer is responsible for the balance in the game we have another game you have another balance and when you uh, collide those, a collision of those balances may have uh, lots of exploits which will uh, pop up in the process. You have to have this straight from the beginning. You set some uh, general, let's say. Uh, like a standard. Standard, yes. That's what I'm saying. So those standards non-existent as of now. Unless it has to be like good practices of the metaverse book. A fat one. <laughs> or really fat, yes. Or could there be some sort of middle, like a portal, basically, that it's almost like a like it has its own standards, and then it can basically rebalance like, you. Translate, yeah. Like, yeah, like yes. understand, yes. rebalance, that's and then that's easy. That's easy to do. That so that's probably will be the case. So when you, let's say you're an Elven Archer in that one game, and then when you come jump to another one, you're not an Elven Archer anymore, you're a Stormtrooper with a weapon, and then, but you're still a ranged fighter, you know, and, and your uh, Magic Ball plus seven is now an Assault Rifle plus two, because the balance is different, but you still can, uh, it still corresponds to what you are doing and to experience and your vision of yourself because you're a range combat and, and you you like, uh, that's what you do best. Mm -hmm. We don't want to force you to do anything else. Or for right. example, if nothing is available for that, and there is no range combatants, uh, then it asks you, would you like to be this or that? Maybe. Oh, that would be cool. Give yeah. you some options for how to yes. do that. 
That yes. could be really cool. So that's that's more there's a more flexible approach, and um, which is easier to implement as a game developer because uh, the game developing itself is pretty complicated stuff, and you don't want to complicate it even more. <laughs> so maybe it could be maybe it could be where. Like, let's say you can break a game down into like your base unit. And so like, let's say your base unit is like, okay, well, I have these points and those points get awarded to like strength and agility and mana and HP. And so it could almost like dist like distill or at least estimate the amount of points you have and, and allow you to then like invest those points into rebuilding that character in the new verse so as you're moving from one to up to the other, it's just keeping track of like, okay, well, over there, I just gained plus two of my base. And so now that I'm going back, okay, well, that due to the, um, you know, the exchange rate, yeah. it's, that's actually plus 0.4 in this one. So then I can gain more HP because I went and fought something over there. That could almost be how to do it. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's actually a very good approach. So you have some formulas in place will, uh, which will have rebalance the same as you do, and uh, when you exchange a cryptocurrency in and on your favorite exchange, whatever it is. So uh, there is an algorithm for that, and it does the job. So when you can introduce as a, as a developer, as a, as a coder, you can set those uh, algorithms in place, and they will do the job. It's uh, it's basically a very good design. You, you offered this is a good good credit for you. So you are also a game designer in in in, in art. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I I have a lot of ideas like this, but truly, it is people like you who are really building it, and like you have the chops and the technical know how to actually create it. Like I can have as many ideas as I want, but nobody else can see that in in my brain unless I speak it, and then they interpret it but then but it's not real until it gets built so like but that's what we offer it's a community we say yeah here we are with the guys we have the technical company here we have this stuff we have some uh you know some funds already so we can do this and you just as a community join up and give us an ideas because sometimes it doesn't mean if you're a developer you have the brightest ideas already no it doesn't no it's not that so uh, there are many people out there who have very great ideas but they just don't have resources to, to implement that. And that's why we listen to community. That's the goal. So we want the brightest ideas to come here and, and, then, and then make this game the best of the best. And that's what community does. Because they play this game, they have these bright minds, and they build it. And then they create the celebrities for themselves. And then not, not some, something... Uh, because otherwise you will have, end up having the guy who decides for... For, for everyone and that's not it doesn't not what we want no mm -mm. Mm -mm. i love it that it just doesn't work it, like you, even with the blizzard as, as an example we already did that so i'm going to continue with that so <laughs> year after year they they like it's not it's not getting better it's not because they don't listen the more the, the more famous and rich they become and then the more deaf they become that's uh and that's bad this is really bad design. It doesn't work. They they still pretty, let's say, talented to keep it going, but they're not that bright to make it happen as it make made it happen. Let's say twelve years ago, they was pretty pretty great, and right now, no, I wouldn't say so. I, if, if as as I said, if I would be in charge of game design in Blizzard, I would seriously consider NFT gaming. At least I would say 
guys were considering it. At they're least. Not that. They are saying it. No, no, no. Not even a... Yeah, well, Blizzard, they, what they do, they always did. They look at the best practices and then they adopt it. So, as I said, might take two or three years for Blizzard to start saying that they would say like, oh, we've been implementing it for a couple of years now, but we're ready to show you something. That, that could be their approach. They're pretty sneaky with that. <laughs> but as I say, let's set the floor. Let's set the floor. And then we set the floor. They, it will be harder for them to, to change our minds because we already seen something good. And they say, no, 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 we don't want that. We want it like it was in the Thorny Gladiators. It's a small game, but they did very well. And that's what we want to do. That's what the goal we want to accomplish. We're not trying to build the biggest ecosystem there because we're a small team and we're not stupid. We're trying to build a small game, but which people love and uh, and which allows people to earn like for real, like if they would be a developers themselves. So like if, if a developer can earn from the game, why can't the player earn from the game? So this is a goal. And to, to build a real metaverse to, together with the Binance smart, system, smart Chain and with our ecosystem engine is building because this December, which is like in, in two weeks, they're gonna, uh, the Affinity, like we'll have the beta, so Affinity is happening. And uh, we launched the game in the March, probably later, but March will be the demo. And uh, and uh, because I said, we're a smaller game, we have a shorter development cycle, so we don't need years to publish it. We will need half of the, and we already like, we, we already now for stage and uh, we need another couple of months to launch the beta. So the, the good thing is, when we release the game, Affinity will be there already and people can jump in straight away and enjoy it. And like, this is, this is gonna be great. And, and Parachains, they also, it's an, it's, an, uh, it's an auctions, it's a trade, an auction trade. So you, you have so many possibilities there, especially for the gamers. Like, a, a, let's say everyone knows a good, a good, good, uh, good old auction house in, in, in any game, it can be, uh, as water workouts can be something else that they all have this auction system in place. But can you imagine all of that auction system is running on the blockchain, which is made for the gamers and made with gamers in mind and all the game assets in a single place. And it's not uh, this, uh, you know, open sea or something anymore, which is centralized anyway. It's still centralized and you have it's to- It's a go good on. step. It's a good yes. step. Yes. But there's more coming. Yes. And that's why the, the parachain and, and all of that is better because it's decentralized and uh, you obviously get more and uh, there are no fees. And this is better. This is way more better. This is like an open marketplace for everyone and forever, as long as the computers keep running. <laughs> <laughs> and if they don't, we have bigger problems. Yes, exactly. Well, Roman, I want to thank you so, so much for coming on the show today. I mean, it's really been fascinating. Um, I, this is, you're the first guest that I've had on the show that has combined both the AI and the crypto gaming together. And I mean, really, I, I, I had a thought, you know, a couple of days ago about, oh my God, wait, of course AI is going to come into this. Like it just, I, I got so crystal clear on it. And so, you know, that's one of the reasons I was so excited to talk to you about it. And just the, and I know it's not basic to build, but the the idea of having a boss that can learn from fighting the players so that it can eternally get stronger, that's awesome. Like, yes. that's, 
that's freaking brilliant. And I feel like we're just starting to get into that and we're just starting to dip our toes in. And, you know, maybe there's another boss down the road that challenges this main boss. And so then, you know, maybe like the boss and the players have to fight the other one or something. And there's like, you should definitely join our discord and make some suggestions (laughs) so that people can vote. So that people can (laughs) vote on that. That's a good idea. I'm telling you, our community is open open for the suggestions. So you just get in, you, you make a suggestion, and people will waltz it up. I'm, I'm sure of it. It's a great suggestion you made. Wonderful. Well, how do we actually? Where do we go to uh, join your ecosystem, and, and how do we get involved? Oh, uh, you can just just uh, I, it's uh, you just go straight to our website, and it's uh, thermogladiators.com, and there is a you can join it. Uh, Discord community. You can jump on my uh, company website, which is evog.com, and there is also like join the NFT community, and you can join from there. And uh, we already have almost nine thousand uh, members in just in one week. Like in one week, we got nine thousand members, and we enjoy all of them. They're great guys, and uh, as I say, we 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 do we run on events all the time. It's a good opportunity to if you, you can get NFTs for free. Like we we giving away one hundred uh, gladiators for the community in different uh, in different. Uh, like if, if you like art, you can make some art, and we have the art uh, like the challenges. You can like paint something, and we will reward you in NFT. And if you're good in uh, storytelling, there is a story for the stones soul stone. There is a storytelling uh, challenge going on you just go there you write your own story people will if they, it's great people will upload it you get an nft and you know, so there's so many possibilities for players already to earn game is not there already but you can earn already that's that's how we designed it yeah i love it i love it well everybody go check out um the discord go join um i'll actually put that link in the description so wherever you're watching or listening to this just scroll down or sideways or wherever you need to scroll, you know where the description is on your, on your platform. Uh, and I'll put that there. So go check that out, go join, go be a part of the community because there are not even today, even in this space, there really aren't that, that, that many developers who are so community focused. So when you find people like Roman who are, you got to stick to them like glue. So go join be a part of it you'll see me there and we can hang out and uh don't challenge me though because i will whoop some ass i don't i don't i love you guys as community members and as people listening but i'm not going to hold back on you so anyways uh thank you roman thank you to everybody watching and listening and i'll see y'all on the next episode take care bye Thank you so, so, so much for checking out this episode of the Crypto Gaming Institute podcast. Now, this revolution of crypto gaming, blockchain gaming, and the metaverse, it's not going to happen by itself. We all need to participate. And the best way to do that is to get involved with the community, is to help spread the word about crypto gaming, blockchain gaming, and the metaverse. And the best way to do that for this show is to follow us on Twitter, is to 
review this podcast on all of your favorite podcasting platforms and is to reach out to me directly. You can reach me on LinkedIn. You can reach me on Twitter and let's talk about it. Tag me and stuff. Use hashtag Crypto Gaming Institute. If you want to get retweeted and shouted out, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and just engage, engage, engage. Let yourself be seen by myself, by the community, and together we can bring this crypto gaming revolution to the mainstream world.